Hey, what's going on? Dr. Drill's Making Motivation Podcast. I think it's the 19th of uh, March 2020. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, I don't even know if I... uh, I followed up with my podcast yesterday if I conducted one. It's a crazy fucking day, man. Crazy times. But it's important to record it, I guess, for perspective. It's at these times where you just don't... I don't know. I I feel like I don't want to do anything uh, creative or motivating or anything else like that. It's a very interesting phenomenon, this uh, coronavirus, or what I have come to call the Corona Ranger, or the Rhone Ranger. Put a cool, interesting, funny, I guess, ish Facebook thread, which is essentially my notepad, right? I'm going to write something that I express myself in a way that I think people will um, be interested in. Then that's it. You know, that's what I got. Get some good feedback, get some laughs, try to uh, engage people in a positive way or make them think or whatever. Same as my, um, same as my podcast here trying to impart something, trying to teach myself something, others, record things for posterity, maintain my sanity. So the reason why I would ask if I even did a podcast yesterday is because it was it was kind of a crazy day. I showed up at the office. It was a beautiful day. The sun was shining and all that. But uh, I showed up at the office for my morning, and you know I, I had a bunch of text messages and voicemails and saying that please cancel my appointment. So people are scared to go out. People are scared to go out and about. Businesses are closing. Schools are closing. Everybody's kind of running scared from this coronavirus. I don't even think that the virus... I mean, I thankfully, I haven't, I haven't succumbed to it. You know, I haven't... As far as I know, I don't have it. But I don't. I can't imagine the virus will be nearly as difficult as the bullshit that we're dealing with right now. Just, just the plain old disruption to our lives. I mean, you take somebody out of their productivity, their ability to to earn a living or to serve people in whatever capacity and that's a very difficult thing 
So countless employers, their, their workforce is now being sent home. You know, anybody who can work from home is working from home, at least for the next couple weeks, the next month. And it looks like it's going to be, it's going to be a duration here. I'm reluctant to say anything for sure, because I don't know. I don't know. I have, we have no way of knowing. The only um, measuring stick we have for what's going to happen and how long this is going to affect our society is the effect it's had on other societies. So, you know, China and all these other countries, they have uh, gone through this. seems like China is leveling out, even with a gigantic population of more than a trillion people. Their positive cases are less and less, and more people are recovering. And there's some good news out there about vaccines and on their way and other treatments that seem to be effective. Once again, this is this coronavirus is a foreign virus to humans. It jumped from animals to humans. So we don't know what it's going to do ultimately. But our our uh, immune systems are unfamiliar to it. We don't they don't recognize it and so they can't really effectively fight it. All of our soldiers aren't on the battlefield, so to speak. So it sucks. So I go to the office, getting a bunch of cancellations. I finally say, okay, this is crazy. I'm either going to sit here and I'm going to expect, am I going to expect that these people come in and keep their appointments? Or am I going to put everyone out of their misery and say, all right, what I do what I feel is the responsible thing and just close the office to all but emergency patients for the next couple weeks. So that's what I did. I put together, painstakingly put together a voicemail. That disclosed the same. And I had my front desk call everybody. And cancel out their appointments, reschedule them for two weeks. And most people were really happy to do that and are hopeful that this is all over by then. But the problem with a lot of livelihoods, particularly, you know, physical medicine, spotlight on chiropractic care, is that we're working inside people's personal space. There's no way for us to really distance ourselves. Um, I am, I am skin on skin, you know, working on people's backs primarily. And it's, it's difficult for me to, to, uh, I impossible. It's impossible for me to, to distance myself. And so that's my bread and butter. It was very painful for me to shut the doors for the next, what I am planning on the next two weeks. I do have two staff members um, and I was so stressed out and frazzled about the whole thing that I didn't even bother to tell the, my part-timer. I guess I just assumed she got the word. I was, 
intending to reach out to her and tell her that her Thursday night shift that it was closed. But you know, it's a strange thing. Most most everybody's affected by this, but some people are their employers still have them at work, and it's kind of questionable. Like you, on the one hand, you got to keep things rolling. You, you want to keep your lights on. You want to keep the products moving and all the work being done. But on the other hand, you are kind of putting people at risk if you do that. And we don't want the economy to halt, you know? Uh, so we want to continue to be able to, to do our, our work. Nobody wants disruption like this to occur. But it's here. And it's a very interesting thing. Now, I'm not scared of this thing. Uh, myself. Now, I'm saying that as somebody who I'm presuming that I, I don't have it. I have no symptoms, but that doesn't mean anything with this critter, right? Because a lot of people have mild symptoms and they experience them, you know, maybe will have some sniffles or a headache or whatever. And I've had all of that shit, mild, just, I think, just stress and allergies and the weather. I don't have any crazy fevers or anything, but I'm, I'm not sick, but I'm not, I'm not scared of this thing, but I have, I have skin in the game. I have other people that depend upon me. I have my, my wife and children. I have all my patients, all my students. So a lot of folks who just, um, They are affected by me, by my ability to produce something, to to bring home the bacon, so to speak, to help get them out of pain, to educate them in all the various areas. And everybody's got a similar reality. So it's a very interesting thing right now. Probably preaching to the choir for the most part. So what is tomorrow going to bring? I have no idea. To add to the um, misery here, I got a, we got a call last night that my wife's grandma sustained a fall. She just turned 90 last Saturday. So she sustained a fall and was, is dehydrated and is, her kidneys are, you know, she might have some conditions she's largely okay, she's getting better, but she's in the hospital, and you don't want a 90-year-old woman in the hospital when there's a pandemic potentially lurking. Then, my niece, her son is like five, he had some blood work or something that had low white blood cell count, and they were, they said to get him to the hospital, I'm thinking, what the fuck? Something ominous they were talking about, leukemia and shit, right? Well, yeah, it turned out to be negative. The blood work was false. It wasn't accurate. So they went all the way, an hour away, to the hospital near them in upstate New York, got checked out, turned around, and sent away. And they wanted my niece out of there because she was having some flu-like symptoms. So it's just fucking nuts. 
it's absolutely nuts and very stressful and scary. You know, there's people out and about. You look at people whereas normally we would be like, hey, it's March 19th. It's springtime. We're all kind of looking around at the trees starting to bud and Within a couple of weeks, the leaves will be sprouted out, and hopefully that'll boost our spirits and our immunity. But right now, it feels like arm a fucking get in, man. It's really strange. Now, my family and I, we went out and played last night in the, on our grass. We have a nice yard. We played a combination of rugby and soccer. All, all the four of us and the dog. And today... My wife and I spent a lot of time online trying to work out the kinks of online learning, uh, dropping content for our students to um, to pick up, trying to figure out how to do conference calls and video conferences and all that shit, and there's glitches, and the students, you know, they're all in their bedrooms, um, quizzing them on stuff that they that I've taught them already pretty well and just trying to make small talk and try to you know treat them try to allay their fears a little bit but we're all in the same boat it's crazy so my kids and I just took a look took a walk along the um, the creek with the dog and there wasn't a whole lot of people there was nobody out pretty much creek was running high because it rained all night last night. Got home. My wife's sitting there on the couch. She hasn't slept in a couple days. Just, I don't know, stressed. Again, stuff on our plate. Grandma in the hospital. Fucking Roan Ranger. And uncertainty. So very strange so I jumped in the truck I'm heading down here to the office just gonna stick my head in see what's going on take in the scent of healthy balance which is clean and a hint of uh, lava chocolate lava cake or whatever plug in and just trying to trying to come to terms with whether or not I am in, I, I don't know. I feel like a little bit like I'm, this is fucking surreal, man. <laughs> you know, like what the hell is going on? I just closed my office for two weeks. I'm trying to think of it as a vacation. Just, okay, for two weeks, I'm just going to focus on my family and myself. And yeah, we're always talking about the time that we lack. And now we have nothing but time together. And so I'm appreciating it. I'm, I'm trying to make the best of it. I'm more than anything want to keep my kids happy and healthy. That's the idea. But I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Like, what am I going to do? In two weeks, can I open my office back up? Is some sort of uh, relief plan 
going to suffice in keeping me in business? Am I going to be, you know, a chiropractor ever again? Given this potential contagion that we need to get ahead of, how is this going to change our society? You know? Haven't been too many situations like this before. They don't happen so often. Hopefully, they, this will smoke will blow over, and this it won't happen again, and and we'll be good to go. I think about all the people that I know and love, and all the people that I see right now who are a few people out and about, walking from their cars to their house, or vice versa but not a lot of activity for a Thursday night. How are all these people going to deal with this? How are they going to manage? Who's going to give them hope? You know? I mean, I'll keep driving on. I don't give a fuck in terms of the fallout from this. If it's, uh, if it's devastating, I'll fucking do whatever I got to do. In terms of, you know, our health, hopefully we get through this intact. I think we will. In terms of our livelihoods, I'll do anything. I will fucking wash dishes or dig holes or teach or do whatever the hell I got to do to support my family. So I'm, you know, whatever will be, will be. I'm just going to, I can only do my best and, and try to take care of my people and stay as motivated as I possibly can to drive through this. And I will, I mean, day to day. I am. Obviously, this is a solemn conversation. I think it's important to have, to be honest about it, because everybody else is feeling this way, most likely. But, you know, obviously, we are in, the, in the proximity of young years, we, we are reluctant to, uh, to divulge everything that's on our mind. For whatever reason, I've never had the problem um, fearing to express myself. So anyway, here I sit, parked in the spot right in front of my front door to the office, and um, I'm going to go in just like I have countless times, take a gander at things, assess the situation, and I'll be checking in on a daily basis, just checking messages and see what's happening, and a few patients want to be seen in an emergency capacity, and I will see them, and and we're going to get through this. But I just wanted to explain why I've been a little quiet, because things are very fucking eerie right now. My friend right across the street here, she's got a salon. She's been there for as long as I've been here, longer. And she uh, looks like she's got a client right now. That's one thing that's interesting about this. Hair cutteries. You know, uh, barbers, they are, they're closed right now. 
entire industry is shut down. You know, food. There's no restaurants dining in. in. Can't get your hair and nails done. People are going to look like hell. My son's hair looks like a fucking mop. It's only been like a week gone by that we've been closed. So this is really early on. I think it's important to document this nonsense. And I'm going to put this on pause, go in the office, come back out and finish up. Okay? Yeah, so that's that. I just um, popped into the office. several voicemails from uh, from my patients that I know and love very well and everybody's uh, everybody's canceling right? everybody's I mean let me ask you something what the hell would you do you have an appointment next week you know you have an appointment tomorrow at the physical therapist, the chiropractor, with your personal trainer. Well, you can't do that because it's already fucking closed. They closed all the gyms. A letter, I received a letter from the Department of Health, and they're saying that uh, everything's supposed to be closed, restaurants, gyms, recreational centers, all that shit. Uh, They did say that uh, certain healthcare facilities could remain open, but I don't know. I don't. I don't know that they're uh, that they include us. I have several colleagues who are saying that they are remaining open, and it's almost the tone is kind of like. I mean, I I'm very well read. And, and written, you know, I, I, I can interpret what's going on. I can pick up what's going on. First of all, I, uh, I can't blame these folks entirely for, for operating this way. Because as a sole proprietor, you're kind of, you're in it. There's nothing you can do but your best, you know, to keep your doors open and continue to churn out a living. But I made my decision to shut my doors relative to this coronavirus thing because, well, I've already justified it, you know. I'm physically inside your personal space, skin on skin. So we have no idea how widespread this pandemic will be. It's already widespread. That's the definition of a pandemic. But in our community, we have no idea what it's going to do. We're being told that everyone, if you could socially distance, then do that. Well, am I going to be in the middle of everything, uh, rub-a-dubbing on people and cracking their bones? I think it's a bad idea. And I think that, um, you know, somebody, uh, my policy is that if somebody's hurting especially and they're not sick, and hopefully one of these days we get uh, some widespread testing, that can determine that everybody is is healthy. Well, then, by all means, let's resume. I ain't scared of this shit, but right now, it's a it's a very tumultuous time. 
and people are in a panic and I don't know I don't know what to say beyond that I guess when I see some of my colleagues and they're saying like I got an email this afternoon and this um, chiropractic colleague of mine up in New York City she's like oh, we're staying open and up to a week ago that was my perspective up to a few days ago that was where I was at like we're going to stay open we're going to take care of people um, if you're hurt, if you're sick, then don't come in. But otherwise, but then I really started to take this in, and the the cancellation started coming in, and I just kind of went with it because what can you do? Literally, what can I do? We took a doctorly oath that says first do no harm. Sure, we might take away somebody's back pain, but what if? If we got one person within our patient base of all the hundreds of patients that we have, one person comes in and uh, spreads this critter, or we spread it to them, then we're doing harm. And that's why the policies of social distancing, etc., make a lot of sense. But sorry to get off track here this colleague said oh yeah we're open and you know we work with medical doctors and uh, some of our patients need care and we're doing telemedicine so providers we're doing everything we possibly can do to help people but this isn't like we're doing psychological counseling this is this is hands on healing that we're doing so it's very difficult for us to do that, but some doctors are remaining um, defiant, and they're even making claims about how we can increase the immune response and all that, which there's not a bevy of data to support. You know, it's not a cause and effect that you're going to get a chiropractic adjustment and your immune system is going to be bolstered against a, uh, a coronavirus. It's just not real. And so, there you have it. You're watching people and taking all this in, and it's like, holy shit, this is really happening around us. And it's bizarre, and it's stressful, and it's taxing on the very immune systems that we're going to depend upon to keep us healthy in the face of this. And so there's a shitload of people out and about right now. Not a shitload, but there's there's quite a few cars on the on the road here. I don't know where the hell they're going or what they're doing. Maybe some of them are out there just driving around, just trying to be, just trying to have a dose of normalcy. I glanced over, I saw the Chick Fil A's. They're hopping with their uh, their drive-through business. Because people just want a fucking milkshake, man. <laughs> Can I get a milkshake? You know? Can I get a little bit of the American conveniences and uh, spoil myself just a little bit in the middle of this nonsense, you know? That's what people are looking for. You know? The weekend is coming. Just a couple days. 
we would be heading out, get a nice meal, be stocking up, you know, at the food store and just uh, doing our normal routine. And now we don't have that option. And finally, it's amazing, and I've said this before, the things that we might have complained about, the mundane, right? How crazy it is that uh, that the mundane is gone for the time being. And we all have to just kind of settle in and buckle up for the time being. See how this all shakes out. I don't know if I expect too many people to get through this entire 30 minutes of me ranting about this coronavirus, but because they're all dealing with the same shit, right? But I just, uh, I just look forward to a time when it's over and we can all resume normal life. But tough times make tough, you know, require tough people. We got to do our best, stick together, hold it all together. To get through this, and I'm thinking a month. If a month goes by and this thing is over in a month, that'll be a fucking hellacious month. But fuck it, it's no big deal. Comparatively, right? Well, this is going to take us off our game long term, I think. You know, somewhat, somewhat. I think that um, once once the market comes back, that's the thing. That's in, in closing. I'll say this: I said when I begun begun this drive, began this drive down to my office a half hour ago, that. The, the frenzy is worse than the actual critter, probably. You know, the impact that this is having on our society of people to sh- obligated to shut down, to change their behaviors. We're not used to that in America. We don't like to be um, shaken from our utop- utopian perch. And so that is very difficult. So when this the clinical aspects of this coronavirus pass and no longer are a threat. When the clinical phase has passed and the market starts to come back and we start to um, have some success in treating this virus, in treating in the public health sector. When we have a a handle on it and things start to bloom again, hopefully that's in concert with the spring here. Hopefully it's, it's a mere month away. 
by summertime, maybe things will have resumed a bit of normalcy. And I, I, I look forward to that. I look forward to return to taking care of my patients and earning my living the way I have for the past 15 years. And having a relative comfort in the storm to have smaller problems to deal with. It'll certainly put things in perspective. People ain't going to bitch about the small shit going forward. Shit, the fucking little uh, park area in within our community, within like a, a, you know, right around our block. They put a jungle gym and a field and all this stuff in there. They closed the basketball court. What the fuck are we supposed to do? We're really going to be sitting inside our houses for a month? You know, that's going to suck dick. So we've got to figure it out. But listen, there's always somebody with a worse situation. Worse comes to worse, I'll put on a fucking mask and I'll go into mop level four. Well, for you non-military fucks, you might not know what that is. But basically, it's uh, you suit up in every way. Go to mop level four with a fucking gas mask and everything else, and I'll clean shitters. I don't care what I got to do, but I'm going to produce something. I'm going to contribute to our society, and I'm going to uh, support my family and make people happy. That's what I do. And that's what I'm going to continue to do throughout this bullshit. And here I am at the gas station going out. When I told my wife I was going out to get gas. Did a little bit more than that, but I think she knew I was going to do that. Listen, I love you all. As I started to say earlier, I don't expect you guys to have listened to this whole uh, podcast because it's depressing. But it's real. And I strive to be authentic. So, there you have it. If you made it to the end, I applaud you. And I wish you luck in your journey. If there's anything I can do for you, it goes without saying that I will be there. Stay motivated. (laughs) Hey, what's going on? Dr. Drill's Making Motivation Podcast. I think it's the 19th of uh, March 2020. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, I don't even know if I uh, if I followed up with my podcast yesterday. If I conducted one, it's a crazy fucking day, man. Crazy times. But it's important to record it, I guess, for perspective. It's at these times where you just don't, I don't know, I I feel like I don't want to do anything uh, creative or motivating or anything else like that. It's a very interesting phenomenon, this uh, coronavirus, or what I have come to call the Corona Ranger. Or the Roan Ranger. Put a cool, interesting, funny, I guess, ish Facebook thread 
which is essentially my notepad, right? If I'm going to write something that I express myself in a way that I think people will um, be interested in, then that's it. You know, that's what I got. Get some good feedback, get some laughs, try to uh, engage people in a positive way or make them think or whatever. Same as my... um, same as my podcast here, trying to impart something, trying to teach myself something, others, record things for posterity, maintain my sanity. So the reason why I would ask if I even did a podcast yesterday is because it was it was kind of a crazy day. I showed up at the office. It was a beautiful day. Sun was shining and all that. But, uh, I showed up at the office for my morning. And, you know, I I had a bunch of text messages and voicemails saying that, please cancel my appointment. So people are scared to go out. People are scared to go out and about. Businesses are closing. Schools are closing. Everybody's kind of running scared from this coronavirus. I don't even think that the virus, I mean, I thankfully I haven't I haven't succumbed to it, you know, I haven't as far as I know, I don't have it. But I don't I can't imagine the virus will be nearly as difficult as the bullshit that we're dealing with right now. Though just just the plain old disruption to our lives. I mean, you take somebody out of their productivity, their ability to to earn a living or to serve people in whatever capacity and that's a very difficult thing so countless employers their their workforce is now being sent home you know anybody who can work from home is working from home at least for the next couple weeks, the next month. And it looks like it's going to be, it's going to be a duration here. I'm reluctant to say anything for sure, because I don't know. I don't know. We have no way of knowing. The only um, measuring stick we have for what's going to happen and how long this is going to affect our society is the effect it's had on other societies. So, you know, China and all these other countries, they have gone through this. seems like China is leveling out, even with a gigantic population of more than a trillion people. Their positive cases are less and less, and more people are recovering. And there's some good news out there about 
vaccines and on their way and other treatments that seem to be effective. Once again, this is this coronavirus is a foreign virus to humans. It jumped from animals to humans. So we don't know what it's going to do ultimately. But our our uh, immune systems are unfamiliar to it. We don't they don't recognize it and so they can't really effectively fight it. All of our soldiers aren't on the battlefield, so to speak. So it sucks. So I go to the office, getting a bunch of cancellations. I finally say, okay, this is crazy. I'm either going to sit here and I'm going to expect, am I going to expect that these people come in and keep their appointments? Or am I going to put everyone out of their misery and say, all right, what I do what I feel is the responsible thing and just close the office to all but emergency patients for the next couple weeks. So that's what I did. I put together, painstakingly put together a voicemail. That disclosed the same. And I had my front desk call everybody. And cancel out their appointments, reschedule them for two weeks. And most people were really happy to do that. And are hopeful that this is all over by then. But the problem with a lot of livelihoods, particularly, you know, physical medicine, spotlight on chiropractic care, is that we're working inside people's personal space. There's no way for us to really distance ourselves. Um, I I am skin on skin. You know, working on people's backs primarily and it's it's difficult for me to to uh, I, impossible it's impossible for me to to distance myself and so that's my bread and butter it was very painful for me to shut the doors for the next what I am planning on the next two weeks I do have two staff members um, and I was so stressed out and frazzled about the whole thing that I didn't even bother to tell the my part-timer. I guess I just assumed she got the word. I was intending to reach out to her and tell her that her Thursday night shift that it was closed. But you know, it's a strange thing. Most most everybody's affected by this, but some people are their employers still have them at work, and it's kind of questionable. Like you, on the one hand, you got to keep things rolling. You you want to keep your lights on. You want to keep the products moving and all the work being done. But on the other hand, you are kind of putting people at risk if you do that. And we don't want the economy to halt, you know. Uh, so we want to continue to be able to, to do our, our work. Nobody wants disruption like this to occur. But it's here. And it's a very interesting thing. Now... I'm not scared of this thing uh, myself. Now, I'm saying that as somebody who I'm presuming that I, I don't have it. I have no symptoms, but that doesn't mean anything with this critter, right? Because a lot of people have mild symptoms and they experience them, you know, maybe will have some sniffles or a headache or whatever. And I've had all of that shit 
mild, just, I think, just stress and allergies and the weather. I don't have any crazy fevers or anything, but I'm, I'm not sick, but I'm I'm not scared of this thing, but I have, I have skin in the game. I have other people that depend upon me. I have my, my wife and children. I have all my patients, all my students. So a lot of folks who just, um, they are affected by me, by my ability to produce something, to to bring home the bacon, so to speak, to help get them out of pain, to educate them in all the various areas. And everybody's got a similar reality. So it's a very interesting thing right now. Probably preaching to the choir for the most part. So what is tomorrow going to bring? I have no idea. To add to the um, misery here, I got a we got a call last night that my wife's grandma sustained a fall. She just turned 90 last Saturday. So she sustained a fall and was is dehydrated and is her kidneys are you know, she might have some conditions. She's largely okay. She's getting better, but she's in the hospital, and you don't want a 90-year-old woman in the hospital when there's a pandemic potentially lurking. Then, my niece, her son is like five. He had some blood work or something that had low white blood cell count, and they they said to get him to the hospital. I'm thinking, what the fuck? Something ominous. They were talking about leukemia and shit, right? Well, yeah. It turned out to be negative. The blood work was false. It wasn't accurate. So they went all the way, an hour away, to the hospital near them in upstate New York. Got checked out, turned around, and sent away. And they wanted my niece out of there because she was having some flu-like symptoms. So it's just fucking nuts. It's been absolutely nuts and very stressful and scary. You know, there's people out and about. You look at people whereas normally we would be like, hey, it's March 19th. It's springtime. We're all kind of looking around at the trees starting to bud and Within a couple weeks, the leaves will be sprouted out, and hopefully that'll boost our spirits and our immunity. But right now, it feels like Arma fucking get in, man. It's really strange. Now, my family and I, we went out and played last night on our grass. We have a nice yard. We played a combination of rugby and soccer. All, All the four of us and the dog. And today... My wife and I spent a lot of time online trying to work out the kinks of online learning, uh, dropping content for our students to um, to pick up, trying to figure out how to do conference calls and video conferences and all that shit, and there's glitches, and the students, you know, they're all in their bedrooms. Um, 
quizzing them on stuff that they that I've taught them already pretty well, and just trying to make small talk and try to, you know, treat them, try to allay their fears a little bit. But we're all in the same boat. It's crazy. So my kids and I just took a look, took a walk along the um, the creek with the dog and. There wasn't a whole lot of people. There was nobody out, pretty much. The creek was running high because it rained all night last night. Got home. My wife's sitting there on the couch. She hasn't slept in a couple days. Just, I don't know, stressed. Again, stuff on our plate. Grandma in the hospital. Fucking Roan Ranger. And uncertainty. So, very strange. So I jumped in the truck. I'm heading down here to the office. Just going to stick my head in, see what's going on. Take in the scent of healthy balance, which is clean and a hint of uh, lava, chocolate lava cake or whatever. Plug in. And just trying to trying to come to terms with whether or not I am in... I, I don't know. I feel like a little bit like I'm... This is fucking surreal, man. <laughs> you know? Like, what the hell is going on? I just closed my office for two weeks. I'm trying to think of it as a vacation. Just, okay, for two weeks I'm just going to focus on my family and myself and... Yeah, we're always talking about the time that we lack, and now we have nothing but time together. And so I'm appreciating it. I'm, I'm trying to make the best of it. I'm more than anything want to keep my kids happy and healthy. That's the idea. But I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Like, what am I going to do? In two weeks, can I open my office back up? Is some sort of uh, relief plan going to suffice in keeping me in business? Am I going to be, you know, a chiropractor ever again? Given this potential contagion that we need to get ahead of, how is this going to change our society? You know, haven't been too many situations like this before. They don't happen so often. Hopefully, they this will smoke will blow over, and this it won't happen again, and and we'll be good to go. I think about all the people that I know and love. And all the people that I see right now who are a few people out and about walking from their cars to their house or vice versa. But not a lot of activity for a Thursday night. How are all these people going to deal with this? How are they going to manage
who's going to give them hope? You know? I mean, I'll keep driving on. I don't give a fuck in terms of the fallout from this. If it's, uh... If it's devastating, I'll fucking do whatever I gotta do. In terms of, you know, our health, hopefully we get through this intact. I think we will. In terms of our livelihoods, I'll do anything. I will fucking wash dishes or dig holes or teach or do whatever the hell I got to do to support my family. So I'm, you know, whatever will be, will be. I'm just going to, I can only do my best and, and try to take care of my people and stay as motivated as I possibly can to drive through this. And I will, I mean, day to day I am, obviously this is a solemn conversation. I think it's important to have, to be honest about it because everybody else is feeling this way most likely, but you know, obviously we are in the, in the proximity of young years, we, we are reluctant to, uh, to divulge everything that's on our mind for whatever reason. I've never had the problem, um, fearing to express myself. So anyway, here I sit parked in the spot right in front of my front door to the office. And, um, I'm going to go in just like I have countless times, take a gander at things, assess the situation, and I'll be checking in on a daily basis, just checking messages and see what's happening, and a few patients want to be seen in, in an emergency capacity, and I will see them, and, and we're going to get through this. But I just wanted to explain why I, I've been a little quiet, because things are very fucking eerie right now. My friend right across the street here, she's got a salon. She's been there for as long as I've been here, longer. And she uh, looks like she's got a client right now. That's one thing that's interesting about this. Hair cutteries. You know, uh, barbers, they are, they're closed right now. The entire industry is shut down. You know, food. There's no restaurants dining in. in. Can't get your hair and nails done. People are going to look like hell. My son's hair looks like a fucking mop. It's only been like a week gone by that we've been closed. So this is really early on. I think it's important to document this nonsense. And I'm going to put this on pause, go in the office, come back out and finish up. Okay? Yeah, so that's that. I just um, popped into the office. several voicemails from uh, from my patients that I know and love very well and everybody's uh, everybody's canceling right? everybody's I mean let me ask you something what the hell would you do you have an appointment next week you know you have an appointment tomorrow at the physical therapist, the chiropractor, 
with your personal trainer. Well, you can't do that because it's already fucking closed. They closed all the gyms. A letter, I received a letter from the Department of Health, and they're saying that uh, everything's supposed to be closed, restaurants, gyms, recreational centers, all that shit. Uh, they did say that uh, certain healthcare facilities could remain open, but I don't know. I don't. I don't know that they're uh, that they include us. I have several colleagues who are saying that they are remaining open, and it's almost the tone is kind of like. I mean, I. I'm very well read and and written. You know, I, I I can interpret what's going on. I can pick up what's going on. First of all, I uh, I can't blame these folks entirely for for operating this way because as a sole proprietor, you're kind of you're in it. There's nothing you can do but your best you know, to keep your doors open, to continue to churn out a living. But I made my decision to shut my doors relative to this coronavirus thing because, well, I've already justified it, you know. I'm physically inside your personal space, skin on skin. So we have no idea how widespread this pandemic will be. It's already widespread. That's the definition of a pandemic. But in our community, we have no idea what it's going to do. We're being told that everyone, if you could socially distance, then do that. Well, am I going to be in the middle of everything, uh, rub-a-dubbing on people and cracking their bones? I think it's a bad idea. And I think that, um, you know, somebody, uh, my policy is that if somebody's hurting especially and they're not sick, and hopefully one of these days we get uh, some widespread testing that can determine that everybody is is healthy. Well then, by all means, let's resume. I ain't scared of this shit. But right now, it's a, it's a very tumultuous time. And people are in a panic and I don't know... I don't know what to say beyond that, I guess... When I see some of my colleagues and they're saying, like, I got an email this afternoon and this um, chiropractic colleague of mine up in New York City, she's like, oh, we're staying open. And up to a week ago, that was my perspective. Up to a few days ago, that was where I was at. Like, we're going to stay open. We're going to take care of people. Um, if you're hurt, if you're sick, then don't come in. But otherwise, but then I really started to take this in and the the cancellation started coming in and I just kind of went with it because what can you do? Literally, what can I do? We took a doctorly oath that says first do no harm. Sure, we might take away somebody's back pain, but what if if we got one person within our patient base of all the hundreds of patients that we have, one person comes in and spreads this critter or we spread it to them then we're doing harm and that's why the policies of social distance 
balancing, etc., make a lot of sense. But, sorry to get off track here. This colleague said, oh yeah, we're open and, you know, we work with medical doctors and uh, some of our patients need care and we're doing telemedicine. So providers, we're doing everything we possibly can do to help people. But this isn't like we're doing psychological counseling. This is... This is hands-on healing that we're doing. So it's very difficult for us to do that, but some doctors are remaining um, defiant, and they're even making claims about how we can increase the immune response and all that, which there's not a bevy of data to support. You know, it's not a cause and effect that you're going to get a chiropractic adjustment and your immune system is going to be bolstered against a, uh, a coronavirus. It's just not real. And so, there you have it. You're watching people and taking all this in and it's like, holy shit, this is really happening around us. And it's bizarre and it's stressful and it's taxing on the very immune systems that we're going to depend upon to keep us healthy in the face of this. And so there's a shitload of people out and about right now. Not a shitload, but there's there's quite a few cars on the on the road here. I don't know where the hell they're going or what they're doing. Maybe some of them are out there just driving around, just trying to be, just trying to have a dose of normalcy. I glanced over, I saw the Chick Fil A's. They're hopping with their uh, their drive-through business. Because people just want a fucking milkshake, man. <laughs> Can I get a milkshake? You know? Can I get a little bit of the American conveniences and uh, spoil myself just a little bit in the middle of this nonsense, you know? That's what people are looking for. You know? The weekend is coming. Just a couple days. We would be heading out get a nice meal, be stocking up, you know, at the food store and just uh, doing our normal routine. And now we don't have that option. And finally, it's amazing, and I've said this before, the things that we might have complained about, the mundane, right, how crazy it is. that uh, that the mundane is gone for the time being and we all have to just kind of settle in and buckle up for the time being see how this all shakes out I don't know if I expect too many people to get through this entire 30 minutes of me ranting about this coronavirus, but because they're all dealing with the same shit, right? But I just, uh, I just look forward to a time when it's over and we can all resume normal life 
but tough times make tough, you know, require tough people. We got to do our best, stick together, hold it all together. To get through this, and I'm thinking a month. If a month goes by and this thing is over in a month, that'll be a fucking hellacious month. But fuck it. It's no big deal. Comparatively, right? But this is going to take us off our game long term, I think. You know, somewhat, somewhat. I think that um, once, once the market comes back, that's the thing. That's in, in closing, I'll say this. I said when I begun, begun this drive, began this drive down to my office a half hour ago, that the, the frenzy is worse than the actual critter, probably. You know, the impact that this is having on our society of people to sh- obligated to shut down, to change their behaviors. We're not used to that in America. We don't like to be um, shaken from our utap- utopian perch. And so that is very difficult. So when this the clinical aspects of this coronavirus pass and no longer are a threat. When the clinical phase has passed and the market starts to come back and we start to um, have some success in treating this virus, in treating in the public health sector. When we have a handle on it and things start to bloom again, hopefully that's in concert with the spring here. Hopefully it's it's a mere month away. By summertime, maybe things will have resumed a bit of normalcy. I, I, I look forward to that. I look forward to return to taking care of my patients and earning my living the way I have for the past 15 years. And having a relative comfort in the storm to have smaller problems to deal with. It'll certainly put things in perspective. People ain't going to bitch about the small shit going forward. Shit, the fucking little uh, park area in within our community, within like a, a, you know, right around our block. They put a jungle gym and a field and all this stuff in there. They closed the basketball court. What the fuck are we supposed to do? We're really going to be sitting inside our houses for a month? You know, it's going to suck dick. So we've got to figure it out. But listen, there's always somebody with a worse situation. Worse comes to worse, I'll put on a fucking mask and a, I'll go into mop level four. Well, for you non-military fucks, you might not know what that is. 
basically. It's, uh, you suit up in every way. Go to mop level four with a fucking gas mask and everything else, and I'll clean shitters. I don't care what I got to do, but I'm going to produce something. I'm going to contribute to our society, and I'm going to uh, support my family and make people happy. That's what I do, and that's what I'm going to continue to do throughout this bullshit. And here I am at the gas station going out when I told my wife I was going out to get gas. I did a little bit more than that, but I think she knew I was going to do that. Listen, I love you all. As I started to say earlier, I don't expect you guys to have listened to this whole uh, podcast because it's depressing, but it's real. And I strive to be authentic, so there you have it. If you made it to the end, I applaud you, and I wish you luck in your journey. If there's anything I can do for you, it goes without saying that I will be there. Stay motivated.